We live in a world where something is always brewing. Knowing that we are not alone in our struggles oftentimes gives us the strength to keep pushing forward. So pour that cup of coffee because you, my friend, are not alone. Welcome to Coffee with Corey. If you don't have a cup of coffee, you need to go get one. I'm on my third cup of coffee. Um, As you guys know, I'm a purist at heart. So my first shot of caffeine is espresso, double, nothing in it, straight up. But then by my second or third cup of coffee, I'm totally open to additives. So I'm sipping on a nice tropical blend that I picked up from Common Grounds the other day. And it just has nice notes of coconut and it's soothing and warm and cozy. And so you need to go get a cup of coffee, my friend. So we can have a little chat and sit down and focus for our day, focus for our week. And I have some things that I want to mull over with you that I've kind of been mulling independently, so much so that I've actually really taken courses of action on implementing some of the things that I've been thinking of. And I just want to run them past you and see what sticks. And so I think lately for me, being still is so important. It really provides a place for me to collect myself, evaluate, pray, process things. And it sounds so simple, like be still, you know, turn off the TV, turn off the music, shut your phone off, put it on silent, you know, just reigning in your thoughts to be focused on the stillness, on self-gauging. It's something so simple that we often overlook the value of being still and in quiet. As I've been trying to get to this surrendered state of still and silence and quiet and sela and pause and abiding and all these things that cause me to stop. I've been incredibly more aware of the state of hurry that all of us are in and why we all feel so rushed and hurried and going from one activity to the next. Our culture is pushing so many things, so many biased ideas on us. And one of its biggest sellers is hurry. We consume hurry like addicts and we wonder why it leaves us feeling depleted. We wonder why we all feel empty, why we feel burnt out. It's cloaked behind this idea of productivity, like, oh, well, I'm being productive. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm getting this thing checked off my list and we're hurrying, hurrying. I got to bring my kid to this practice and I got to get this project done and I'm doing this and we got to have this deadline and we have this event coming up and hurry, 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 hurry to the next. And are we actually being conscious about our level of quality product that we're pushing out? Are we in autopilot? And so oftentimes we have life goals and life focuses, but we end up participating and giving weight and time to things that are actually not going to help us meet the end goal of satisfaction when we get to the end of our lives. I often think how I'm going to feel when I'm, you know, maybe 70 or 80 years old and I'm looking back on my life. Is the things that I'm doing right now going to matter? Am I going to be proud of participating in these things? Or am I going to be more proud that I stopped and had those moments with my children? Am I going to stop and 
be more satisfied with the fact that I had more date nights with my husband and engaged in something that was of eternal value, of value that made a difference to the people around me and in my community? Did I make someone feel loved today versus getting all the things on the checklist done? And so I think we all kind of need to do an evaluation on what things we're doing out of hurry. What's propelling this state of hurry? Are we thinking we're being more productive and that's why we need to do everything? Or are we actually being intentional to produce a quality product? Hurry has this illusion of making us feel accomplished, but it leaves us dry and empty. Hurry depletes us. And honestly, when I look at the quality of my work, when I make typos or I make errors or I don't convey the message effectively, it's because I've hurried through it. I haven't taken the time to sip on my coffee, ponder the situation, conclude something of value, produce something of substance. And I notice my quality of my productivity is seriously diminished when I'm just hurrying. And obviously, when we're participating in hurry, it's no wonder we're burnt out. It's no wonder we're exhausted. We're mentally drained. We need to be on coffee cup six by like noon. (laughs) Are we sleeping well? Are we taking the time for self-care? Are we taking the time to find refuge in peace, in Selah, in being still? Are we taking the time to do the things and make the connections that really matter? We need to really rehydrate in prayer, in stillness, in encouraging ways, feeding our hearts and souls and minds things that we value, putting on Netflix and chill and just consuming hours and hours of some mindless rabble. I know that sometimes that's a coping mechanism for us to avoid what's going on internally, but at some point we need to shut off the screens. We need to shut off the things that are distracting us. We need to shut off all the voices, all the noise, and really focus on ourselves. And that can really be hard. That can really be hard for some people to face the facts and look in the mirror at themselves. But it's an extreme vital component of self-growth. We can't grow if we're not self-aware. We can't grow if we don't process our feelings or our emotions. We can't be everything we need to be if we don't even have a pulse on ourselves. I know it's so easy sometimes to look at this person or that person or judge or help someone else through their problem versus actually taking the time to deal with our own problems. There's my friend, she has this funny saying where she'll always say, keep your eyes on your own paper. (laughs) And that's like her nice way of like saying, mind your business. (laughs) (laughs) And it is so true. So many times we're like all up in other people's business, but we're not even giving ourselves a glance to mind our business. We are the CEOs of our own lives. And we really need to take that self-reflection. You know, we get kind of wrapped up in comparison. We're looking on social media and we see somebody's filtered Instagram life and we think they have it so great. And then we feel dissatisfied. And so instead of focusing on what other people have, focus on what you have and be a student of yourself because at the end of the day, you cannot change anyone but you. Maybe sometimes when you're triggered, sit and pause, stop, don't react, 
go be alone. Process your feelings. What are you really feeling? Sometimes sadness and fear present as anger and frustration. And so sometimes we need to reflect, process your feelings, take that pause, ask yourself why. I find that journaling is such a great tool to express and process those feelings and emotions as an exercise. Writing it down gives it validation. And then you can always go back and reflect and be like, hey, you know, when I went through that, hey, that's sort of like what I'm going through now. And like, oh, let's like turn back a couple pages. And so it's something that we really need to think about as we evaluate. We need to be intentional to adjust. Like for me, I'll set certain alarms during the day for me to take a pause and regroup. I'll set certain alarms for the day for me to prioritize things that line up with my goals. Because so many times we think like, oh, I need to do this. But then we never create the pocket to do it. And then months go by, years go by. And it's like, oh, I've been meaning to do that. But I was never intentional about creating time or space for it in my life. And so I've been really more intentional about doing things like that. If we say we want to do something, we have to create the space and be intentional to work that in. And as we talk about hurry as a drug that this whole entire society is consuming, I look at it and I see everybody doing, but everybody is so out of touch with themselves. And when I'm at a state of peace and rest, then I'm able to actually focus and get the task done effectively versus when I'm a multitasking ninja and I think I'm getting all the things done, but I'm getting everything done half-heartedly and not well. And then it doesn't really produce anything great. So if I just took the time to eliminate all the other things and all the other distractions and focused on what mattered, that I would produce a better product. And I think we would find that for work, for our relationships, for our projects that we're independently working on, things we want to do. And being more intentional about being still. I even think like how my mind is a garden. We need to weed out the negativity. You are the gatekeeper to that garden. Is there a fence around your garden? Are you keeping certain things out in order to have mature fruit? Fruit of peace, fruit of joy, love, grace, mercy. And if you're not growing those things internally, you're not going to be able to give those things to other people. I often say, you cannot give that which you do not have. And we need to think about the things we allow to take root and grow in our minds, in our hearts. We're giving it a place and it's going to come out somewhere. So you have to be very intentional about what you feed yourself, what narrative you think What is your self-talk? Let's commit to getting off the merry-go-round of hurry and be still. Learn to be comfortable with ourselves, committed to healing and growing and being better. I hope you found some commonality in all this and have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as always, I am your host, Corey Powers. Please follow, share, and review this podcast to help others seeking encouragement. For more information, be sure to check out my website, coreypowers.com. And tune in next time for more Coffee with Corey.